it's Tommy Bowling time. Yes, because he was touched by Deep Purple more than some of the others in this Deep Purple touched ongoing series. Yeah, he was uh, pretty much well touched by Deep Purple and um, and he touched them and influenced my favourite Deep Purple album, Come Taste the Band. I can see frowns and raised eyebrows from here. So I've gone back to um, an album I've not heard for ages. I think I might have only heard it once, you know, because generally I come into uh, Tommy Bolin's work, or have done, around sort of Spectrum, you know, with um, with uh, Billy Cobham. And I, um, I sort of, although I've touched on it, don't touch on the James Gang very much, um, although I have recently, and sort of ignored this album, heard it, but ignored it. It's, it's the Zephyr, uh, or rather the Bathtub album, because it's got a, a drawing of a, bath, a bathtub on the cover. First Zephyr album, he was gone after the second album, and then was in the James Gang, but um, yeah, it's interesting this. It's very of its time, I think, 1969, and what you get is, it's a sort of, because um, it's female fronted, and you've got a huge voiced Candy Givens, really blaring soul, and... I suppose sort of Janis Joplin type voice really um, because you've got that it sounds it adds a bit of something else they might be a kind of blues band on a backstreet crawler really if it wasn't for that voice what you also get though in this um, in this album is a sight of or a sound of Tommy Bowling's other influences, because it's not just about long blues guitar solos, lovely as they might be. There's some real jazzy stuff in here, and the band enjoy that as well. They go with it. Did pretty well. Enter the Billboard charts and all of that. What you're going to get is quite a lot of what you have what you have got around in the late 60s. So when you, you do Sun's Arising, which is second track in, it's sort of a bluesy blaring organ. There's an awful lot of, uh, of good a good organ here, quite right, that'll be John Farris, um, and you've also got a sort of gob-iron feel, um, that will be Candy, really good to hear that, um, but a lot, it's a lot of what we've already heard, you know, there's all, there's a lot of sound of, remember the, the bell rays, are they still around? They had that sort of hard rock blues and soul feel to it with a big sing, you know, um, raindrops feels that way. You've got a, the soulful vocals really surging, and there's rough riffing here, and there's um, it's it's not so much it's not so funky. It's it's got a a real harsh tone to it, a fuzzy tone to it, and um, and the organ's always in there. Now stuff like um, St James Infirmary becomes like a sort of a big club sing, but it starts with a sweet piano and a vocal. It's calm blues. You've got the soul bit there as well, which is always nice. And um, Hard Charging Woman, the, the closer, has a, that slow blues feel, but with enormous power chords. Almost takes you out of your boots. It drops out completely to showcase Tommy Bolling's guitar. Fluid, rolling, really nicely done, and then hypes up again on a big organ and the, a big feel that way. It's, it can be really good, this. But then they, it can also be 
overdone blues like somebody listen now that's I mean it's something I like but it's not something that I'm going to think is marvellous because there's so much of it about there was at the time and there is now um, it starts with Sail On which is has got more to it actually it sounds like a bit of a laid back country rock guitar line to start with um, and Candy Given's voice is rising and falling with the music gets excitable comes back down then we get a sort of knees up with a, a nice smudgy organ. I like a knees up with a smudgy organ. And then big guitar blasts from Tommy Bolin. And um, because, you know, he, he is showing a kind of harder rock tendency here. It's not so uh, modulated as it was with the James Gang, as it was with Deep Purple, really, in a way. I know it sounds odd to say that, well, it's not a big rock feel, but actually he had real precision and a different tone to Richie Blackmore when he was there. Here, you've got enormous, um, unmoderated and unmodulated power chords and blasts and all of that. It's a big statement with those soulful vocals all over it. And my favourite, probably, is Cross the River, which it becomes a, a, a kind of, it's what you expect, then it becomes a sort of funky laid-back guitar workout. You've got a bit of work there. You know that, you know that, um, that Mr. Bolling liked to push a bit of jazz in there and it works really well mainly also because suddenly you get John Farris's flute it's a jazzy flute in there jazz flute it's all in there then he goes for an organ solo nice and jazzy nice fusion feel so they're sort of coming up through a lot of different sounds here it's nothing that I would think is marvellous I, sus I suspect people go back to it and listen to it because it's a nascent nascent um not recent but nascent haha it's not recent it's 1969 but nascent tommy bowling album and um it has more to it than that mainly because you've got candy givens in the in, at, at the front giving you an enormous sing it is different to the albums that were around at the time but it can dip back into that feel interesting but I don't think it's one that I will be sitting in the bathtub and giving a lot of time to. Ta-ta.